To all who listen to this happy pod, welcome. My name is Noah Parker and welcome to My World of Wonder. Today I am joined again by my darling wife, Adriana. Hi. And um, kind of tagging on with last week's episode with my friend Rick, we're doing a slightly different. Um, oh, that was the dishwasher. <laughs> um, and we are going to be I'm going to be sharing my thoughts on the Ahsoka series, um, as you might be able to tell by the Ahsoka lightsabers sitting on the table right now, my uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge jacket, and my Grand Admiral insignia on my collar, or my, my jacket, rather. The poster next to you, too. Of course, the poster next to me. <laughs> I meant I wanted to move this to the middle for this episode, but um, I forgot. It's okay. <laughs> so here we are. Um, I have some questions that I would like yeah. to ask Noah. So. Yeah, so I have some things that I want to talk about first, which I think one of them okay. is actually the question, is one of your questions. Okay. Um, so should I ask my first question? Or? Yeah, actually, go ahead. We'll, we'll jump straight into your question. She's going to ask me some questions because we're doing this as like, I am a Star Wars fan. I have watched everything. Um, and she is... Uh, less of a Star Wars fan. She likes it still, but she is not as dedicated as I am to sit and watch seven seasons of Clone Wars <laughs> three times. <laughs> um, she has, however, watched um, Star Wars Rebels with me. Um, how much she remembers from it, I don't know. Um, how much I remember from it, I don't know. I've watched it three times as well, and I don't know if I remember as many details from it as I, was, as I would like to. But I digress. Um, so we're kind of going from a watching star wars since i was a child perspective and then kind of her watching star wars a lot more recently um watching ahsoka series a little bit less intently but she was in the room all but one time that i watched the episodes um so she knows everything that's happening she kind of understands most things that happened in this show to an extent um Except for episode eight. She did not watch episode eight. She has no idea what happened in that episode. We're going to go watch it after we're done here. But uh, anyway, without any further ado, let's uh, go ahead and let you start asking me some questions okay. and I can share my thoughts yeah. on the show. So my first question is, who is your favorite character and why? Are you talking specifically in Ahsoka mm -hmm. or broad spectrum like Star Wars? Specifically in Ahsoka. Okay. <coughs> specifically in Ahsoka. I think the obvious answer would be Ahsoka. <laughs> okay. Um, however, I'm going to give a couple of honorable mentions, I guess. Um, Ahsoka is a fabulous character. Rosario Dawson, fantastic job um, playing Ahsoka. Um, let me make sure I pronounced her name right, because I'm pretty sure I did, but sometimes I forget things. I guess, I guess I don't know if it's Rosario or Rosario. I'm pretty sure it's Rosario because it's an S and not a Z. Anyway, yes. Mm -hmm. She did a fantastic job playing Ahsoka. Um, she had a lot of mannerisms that carried over from the Clone Wars, like things that you would, like facial expressions and mannerisms that Ahsoka had in the Clone Wars and in Rebels. Um, she brought to life really well. So nice. she was a fantastic, of course, the show is about her. Yeah. So. That's awesome. You're kind of led to like her the best <laughs> because mm -hmm. it's literally her show. Just like in in uh, The Mandalorian, like Din Djarin is your favorite character or Grogu. But they're, that's who the show is about is Din and Grogu. So. Mm -hmm. What's the one show that we watched with, I forget already his name, <laughs> the, the main character. Was... Which one? <laughs> we watched several shows. One of shows. the most recent shows we watched um andor yes yeah so like andor yeah name. exactly when you watch yeah. andor like you're meant to mm -hmm. like andor better than everyone else um but i have a couple of uh, well, i have three obvious honorable mentions personally um mm -hmm. i think the casting was fantastic on sabine wren i thought her arc through this show was fabulous i enjoyed every moment of it there was a couple probably moments where i was like uh, i don't love that they did that with sabine but it made sense. Okay. Um, I absolutely love the fact that Grand Admiral Thrawn was performed by the same person who voiced him in Rebels. Um, let me pull up his oh, name, yeah, yeah, too. That. That's cool. 
because I forgot his name. I'm not very good with um, character names or celebrity, <laughs> or celebrity names. names. Yeah, I'm same. great with character names. I can remember the characters' names, but I have a hard time remembering the uh, celebrity, name, celebrity yeah. names. Um, where is he? He should be right near the top. Oh, yes. Lars McKeelson. McKe- <laughs> Nice. M-I-K-K-E-L-S-E-N. McKilson. Yeah. Close enough. If it's not exact, it's close enough. But um, that's why I'm bad at celebrity names. I don't know how to pronounce some of them. Yeah, but, no um, but he voiced Grand Admiral Thrawn in Rebels. Okay. And he also played Grand Admiral Thrawn in mm. the show. And that was an amazing choice because, yes, you could have hired somebody who could have gotten close to sounding like Thrawn, but... He doesn't look exactly like Thrawn, so at least he sounded like Thrawn, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, of course, Ezra was cast amazingly. Um, I should have left that webpage open. I don't know why I closed it because I need to look and see what, who played Ezra again. Um, oh, I, I can't pronounce that. That's okay. They <laughs> <laughs> um, know who you're talking about. Does it give me a phonetic pronunciation if I click on it? <laughs> Probably know. not. That'd be too easy. Yeah, no. Um, Eman Esfandi. Esfandi? Okay. I'm butchering that badly, but he was... I, I don't know any other actors, <laughs> I guess, that could have played him. I didn't know about him either. He's he's kind of... I like, I like that they cast Ahsoka like George cast A New Hope with a bunch of no-name celebrities. Um, not yeah. that they're all no names, but like, they're not impressively well-known. Like yeah. they didn't go out and grab Zac Efron to right. play Ezra, yeah. you know? <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, those, those four, the, the people you'd expect. Okay. I probably would have liked Hera more if she was in the show more, but she wasn't in it a whole lot. So. Cool. All right. Second question. Which episode is your favorite and why? Oh, okay. That was the question that I wrote. I was going to start it off that way, but I like that you added it here. Honestly, I have a hard time picking, but I am a huge fan of um, the original trilogy, or not the original trilogy, sorry, the sequel trilogy, um, or I guess the prequel trilogy. Sorry, I'm messing things up right now. I Very need to good. take a nap. <laughs> Very good. Um, but yeah, episode one, two, and three. And Clone Wars. And what those two things have in common, the prequel trilogy and Clone Wars, is Anakin Skywalker. So the very end of episode four, um, when Ahsoka falls into the water and drifts into the world between worlds, and at the very end, you hear Anakin say, Snips, I lost it. (laughs) And so that made episode five basically like i don't know how to just, i heard like, you gasp when you heard that <laughs> you were like <gasps> you were like freaking out <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah i mean i was expecting like most emotion yeah out of you in that i think in preparing for the series i was kind of expecting some kind of anakin involvement um i didn't know what scale that was going to be on i didn't know i didn't even know i i guess i failed to do research before the show started i didn't know for sure that they had recast Anakin or uh, Hayden Christensen to come back and play Anakin in the show. I kind of would assume if there was going to be anything Anakin, it would be Hayden, but I expected like just flashbacks, right? But what we got was so much more. That's awesome. Like the world between worlds is a place that had only existed in Rebels up to this point, and. I don't think it's still understood how the world between worlds would work. Um, except that we kind of understand that people are brought there for a purpose. And Ahsoka was brought there in that episode to basically transform um, who she was, change her personality a little bit, I guess. A lot of people have been comparing it to like Lord of the Rings, Gandalf the Grey fights a guy on a bridge and comes back as Gandalf the White. And that's what happened to Ahsoka. She came in as Ahsoka the Grey, literally wearing gray clothes, Mm -hmm. fought Anakin on the bridge, the world between worlds ground and turned into Ahsoka the white. So I loved that episode. I loved Anakin. I loved the flashback to the clone wars. That was amazing. Um, basically that whole episode was like, 
I don't know if fever dream is the right thing to say, but like the whole time I was watching it, I was like, are we really seeing what we're seeing right now? Like it was yeah. so good. It was That's so awesome. good. Cool. My next question for you is which episode was your least favorite and why? <laughs> okay. I had thought about including that when I was originally writing out the uh-huh. outline, like have my favorite episode, my least favorite mm-hmm. episode. And I struggled with it <laughs> because all of them were different. I loved all of them. Yeah. Like there was not an episode that I didn't like. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed every minute of every episode, I guess. Okay. I'm going to go mm-hmm. on a slight tangent here and I'm going to, I'm going to say that episode seven was my least favorite to watch. Not because I didn't like the episode, but because I follow this fella on YouTube named, uh, well, I, I don't know what his name is, I guess, but, um, I follow the Dan O channel on YouTube and, um, I love watching his videos first of all. But he also does um, live streams whenever there's a new show out. And like whenever there's a new episode, we like his community, including me, because I love I love his stuff. Like he does a bunch of lightsaber reviews and a bunch of toy reviews for Star Wars. And I freaking love his content. And so um, when he so normally the, the episodes for shows would would come out at midnight on like Wednesday well, I guess it would be, yeah, Wednesday. Because it would be Tuesday at midnight. So it would be okay. Wednesday at that point. And I was always in bed. So I never got to really hang out and watch the pot, uh, watch the show with him. Um, but because this one came out so much earlier in the day, I was able to sit and watch every episode with the Dano community, you know, and hang out with other people who are like me, like-minded, you know, who love Star Wars. And especially the Dano community, because I know there's a lot of people out there who don't like the sequel trilogy. They don't like any of the new shows that Disney's putting out for it. But at the Dano community, we all love it. We're here Mm -hmm. for it. And Mm -hmm. I enjoy being in that positive environment. And it really felt like watching with Mm -hmm. at least Dano. I mean, a lot of people comment and you kind of interact with other people there. Um, But it really feels like you're just hanging out with Dano and some friends yeah, throwing back some drinks and watching a freaking awesome star Wars yeah. show. And that day, or that, that episode, day. Yeah. I when am. episode seven yeah. came out, he was on the galactic star cruiser for the last voyage or second to last voyage. And, and so he didn't, he didn't live stream. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, there, there was a live stream event made like you can schedule live streams and have it be like active. So people can use the chat box to chat with each other. Um, but I remember that day being kind of busy and I ended up watching the show like two hours later than I normally would have. Um, so I didn't get to do that. I think I got stuck at work late. Um, but because of that episode seven was my least favorite because I didn't get to watch it with my buddy Dano. (laughs) But like, it's so fun to watch those, those pod or those, uh, episodes with him. And if any of you guys are looking for a live stream watch party, I highly recommend Dano's because literally there was moments every single episode, except for episode seven, where he would (laughs) like, he kind of talks a little bit throughout the show. He's not like jabbering on, he's not distracting you from the show. He's literally like, if you were sitting next to one of your friends watching it and they were just like point out something random. yeah. Yeah. And there was literally moments where he would say something and I would nod, <laughs> like responding to him and then realize like, oh, that's funny. <laughs> you can't see me. But yeah, that's so funny. Yeah. So nice. okay. I cool. hope you listen to this, this, this podcast, Dano, or watch it on YouTube because Shout out. yeah, you are Shout a huge inspiration and yeah. um, you are the reason that I got back into YouTube, honestly. Yeah. Um, so, Very yeah. kind. Okay. Here's my next question. Do you feel like people need to watch the Rebel series before watching Ahsoka? <sighs> I knew this was coming. And I've been trying to figure out my answer. Um, I honestly don't think it is strictly required. Okay. I don't think it is necessary. Mm-hmm. I don't think you wouldn't enjoy it without watching Rebels. But I will say that it is very much so Rebels Season 5. Because there was four seasons of Rebels. Or was it three? Now I'm second guessing everything. I'm pretty sure there's four seasons of Rebels. And um, season, this is season five. Um, So it it wraps up, or it doesn't wrap up, but it continues every person's story except for one, um, which is Zeb. 
Um, but I think his story is going to pick up in the Mandalorian. I think mm-hmm. we're going to follow him in the Mandalorian. Okay. A lot of people were expecting him to show up in Ahsoka, but I don't know. I kind of, I didn't really feel that myself, but okay. cool. Um, my next question. Oh, wait, I oh, guess, no, I guess going. I should add, um, I don't think it's, it's necessary or yeah. required. However, it is helpful <laughs> you have like back more background knowledge and yeah pick up more like little clues and stuff but those so yeah, you pick up on a lot more subtleties yeah okay cool i hope this is a good question i don't know you might have to cut it out if it's not a good question but <laughs> we do what we gotta do it's okay um so in the rebels series it left so people who've watched the Rebel series and then watched Ahsoka. So, like in the Rebel series, it left fans wondering where Ezra um, and Grand Admin, Ad, what's his name? Admiral. Grand yeah, Admiral Grand Thrawn. Admiral Thrawn would be. Did you expect them to show up in the series again? Did you like the way they introduced them back in the show? Yes. Short answer: Yes. Um, I did fully expect them to show up in the show probably because the trailers specifically talked like the the things that they show you in the trailer specifically mentioned that they were looking for Ezra and Thrawn mm. where they find Thrawn they find Ezra well I guess they were specifically talking about finding Thrawn I guess is what I'll say because I don't think the trailers really talked about finding Ezra specifically but where you find Thrawn you find Ezra because they got jettisoned off by the same purgle okay. at the same time they were literally together wow. <laughs> so so, yeah, you just assume where you find Thrawn, you find Ezra. So I was fully expecting to see him. Um, I feel like we got more of Ezra than I was expecting. Um, we got him earlier than I was expecting, but I was happy about it. <laughs> so you liked the way they introduced it into the show? And yes. Okay. Um, I was a little concerned at first because the whole premise was that they were traveling to a different galaxy. And I was like, oh, crap. So now we're going to get into kind of like the... Um, the multiverse like like marvel has a multiverse right so now you know that there's several different worlds that have several different your universes that have several different spider-men and it's like yeah it opens up your storytelling ability a lot but it also mm-hmm. kind of takes the rule book and throws it out the window yeah and that was i was kind of worried about that i was like mm-hmm. cool so we're about to get a whole new galaxy which is gonna introduce a whole bunch of random crap so that mm-hmm. we can Mm-hmm. which is i don't know it's good for storytelling i guess but it's like just a lot <laughs> it's a lot yeah and then it's like because right now my problem with marvel i stopped watching marvel stuff because there's so much mm-hmm. content to get through now yeah. and i hope that happens with star wars but i'm a lot more dedicated to star wars than marvel so i've been watching everything as it comes out so <laughs> nice. yeah okay. i think that was a yes. sufficient answer okay. yeah. might have jabbered on like a little long question? but okay, yeah. yeah that okay. was good all right my next question is maybe more just me but why is my curiosity mm-hmm. but why did ahsoka's lightsaber change from blue to white um uh, <laughs> i'm not <laughs> an expert okay so, i don't fully understand i mean uh, i kind just, of do my assumption i think everyone's assumption because i don't think it's been explained um and actually let me back up a little bit further and tell you that ahsoka's lightsabers were green oh, okay but then it went blue and they went, went blue white. but let me <laughs> okay. explain that so in the clone wars this is where having some of that background helps but it's also yeah. not really super necessary for the show um so in the clone wars for the entire first f- five seasons mm-hmm I can't remember when Ahsoka leaves, if it's in season four or season five, but she leaves the Jedi Order, basically. Um, <clears throat> and her lightsabers are green. But then she gets accused of murdering somebody, and basically the Jedi Council is like, you can't be a Jedi no more, get out of mm, here, screw okay. off, you know? Mm-hmm. And so she leaves. Um, and she, you're not allowed to have the lightsabers you built because, like, technically it's like, oh, mm-hmm. well, the, the Jedi... It's like, it's like when you get issued a a firearm as a police officer that's not your gun when right. you leave the, the the agency that gun goes back so it's kind of the same thing mm-hmm. like okay. you build it but it technically belongs to the jedi order so oh, okay. she lost her lightsabers um and then we fast forward into season seven and she finally recontacts anakin and they go through this whole thing and he encourages her to go off and like help mandalore because they're being 
demolished by Maldalorians, which appeared in this show, and that was freaking sweet. <laughs> um, but basically, before she, Anakin ships her off, um, he gives her lightsabers back to her, basically as like saying like you might not be a Jedi anymore officially, but like basically you are right now. <laughs> okay. And so he gives her back his her lightsabers, but he. Anakin changed them to be blue, which kind of breaks mm. the way that the lightsabers work a little bit, I think. Mm. Okay. Because the the lightsaber color in and it's kind of hard to say right now because it's kind of confusing to know what makes a lightsaber color what it is, but it has to do with the kyber crystal. Right. So Anakin would have had to go find two more kyber crystals, link them to himself, and they would turn blue because that was yeah. the lightsaber colors he had. But they kind of make it seem like you just get to pick. Mm, so maybe maybe you do now. Maybe that's the canon. I don't know. It's confusing. Mm. But anyway, regardless, she makes new lightsabers because these lightsabers only appear in starting in Rebels. So after she has lost the lightsabers that she originally made and Anakin gave to her, gave back to her. And the reason that they're white, sorry, that was a long-winded way to get to that point. Mm. Um, the reason that they're white, as far as I understand, is to show that she is not really, she is as, I guess they're trying to get that she is like centered in the force. Okay. She's like pure. pure. Yeah. Yeah, She's like pure. Yeah. But I guess, I guess it is because she's not a Jedi anymore, but she's not a Sith. She, she works. She's like in the middle. It's not even in the middle. Like maybe just... I guess maybe, I guess. Maybe balanced, perfectly balanced, but Okay. It's a little confusing because I'm I, now anyway, after the show, because I'm like, if she was pure enough for her lightsabers to be white, why did she need to go through the whole thing with Anakin in episode uh five to change to Ahsoka the White? Like she should have already mm-hmm. been. Okay. If her lightsabers are white, she should have already been pure and Right. So I don't know. I'm confused on it, to be honest. Mm. But okay. I like the way the white lightsabers look, so I yeah, kind of don't care. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks for your thoughts on that one. Question yeah. that. Yeah. There's probably good. people out there who could give a way better response than actually explain <laughs> it. But to my yeah, understanding, that's, that's kind of what it is. Yeah. And that's what we want. We're just your this thoughts. This is my thoughts. That's yes. what it says in the title. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Next one. I got... Um, and. Jaikel and Ryder showed up unexpectedly in the Ahsoka series. Did anyone else like them show up in the series unexpectedly for you? Yes. Yes. A couple of them, okay. actually. Um, the first one that comes to mind that actually... Well, okay. First of all, let me back up. The first one that showed up. Like I said, I wasn't totally expecting. I guess it's not so much the fact that he appeared, and it was more the way that he appeared which I count as the same thing, um, appeared unexpectedly. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And that was Anakin, first of all. Mm -hmm. Anakin appeared, and I was shook. (laughs) Like, like you heard me. I was was sitting on the couch. You were like, what? So invested in what was going on. I think you were washing the dishes because we had just finished dinner. (laughs) And I literally was like... You're like, oh my God! I was like, I was like... i got so excited Uh, and that was the probably longest (laughs) week of the last eight weeks for me was in between episode four and episode five because i was like i need to see what anakin does now i need to see anakin let's get anakin let's go i need anakin's story (laughs) and so and so yeah so he showed up i was expecting him to show up but the way he showed up was unexpected nice so he unexpectedly showed up (laughs) um the other one that I was like, what <laughs> was uh, C-3PO? Oh, okay. Uh, I think, yeah, that was episode seven. That was the last that, so you should have seen that happen. I you probably heard me it. squeal too. Yeah, I, yeah, I did. Because like that one caught me so off guard. And I actually, I, I don't know if you were C-3PO. listening, but um, <laughs> before you ever see, three, see C-3PO, <laughs> that was a weird C-C. sentence to say. <laughs> uh, before you ever see C-3PO in the episode, you hear an off screen voice say how rude oh. and that it, i was like i was like oh my god it's 3po oh my <laughs> and then out he walks and i'm like 
Nice. That they did that. That That's ha- cool. I was like, what I just did is exactly what. That's really cool. Yeah. They were trying to do with that moment mm-hmm. was have him say that and have everyone watching go like, oh, it's C three PO's coming, and then boom, there he is. Nice. Um. So yeah, C three PO because that one caught me totally off guard. I would have never thought twice about like seeing C three PO. Of course, it makes sense, mm-hmm. but I'm like, wow. Yeah. So yeah, that one caught me so off guard. Nice. Were there any other ones, or was those just those two kind of? Um, probably, but yeah. not as much. I don't. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, um, I guess fine. Enoch, who was like Thrawn's secondhand man, I guess you could say showed up unexpectedly. Okay. But the only reason I say that is because no one knew he existed before this show, and mm, okay. he looks different from all the other stormtroopers. So it's kind of like, oh, that was oh, okay. an unexpected twist. I don't really like what they did with him, but okay, it is what it is. Yeah, he's basically just captain rex but for thrawn instead of anakin so it's it's whatever i didn't love it i didn't hate it i was like that's a character right there yeah (laughs) next question if ahsoka is trying to find edra is it for the purpose of helping to rebuild the jedi oh here's how i'm gonna well okay let me answer let me this is my answer for that question i don't think that it was Ahsoka's sole intention to find Ezra. Um, It was definitely Sabine's intention to find Ezra. Mm -hmm. Sabine had no Mm -hmm. other motive but to find Ezra because Mm -hmm. she realized, okay, all throughout Rebels, he's like hitting on her and like being like, ooh, you should be my (laughs) wife. And the whole time she blows him off. But then the moment he disappears with Thrawn, um, I think honestly, she kind of goes like, I love you. Mm. Ah, too late. (laughs) So Sabine, I think is in love with Ezra. That's neither here nor there. I don't, maybe, maybe it's more of like a sibling relationship. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Not everything has to be falling in love and getting married. Maybe it's just like, you were like, wow, I really liked that kid. And now all of a sudden he's gone. And now I realize how big of a hole I have. Hmm. But the reason I think it's deeper than that is because she lives in his apartment on Lothal uh, when we first see her come into the show. But yeah, so it was Sabine's sole intention to find Ezra. I think that Ahsoka's intention was to basically discover if Thrawn was actually still alive. Mm -hmm. And if he was to basically put that to an end. And if she happened to find Ezra along the way, that was great. Right. Okay. But I don't, I don't think that that was Ahsoka's intention. I didn't get that. I mean, maybe I missed it in like the subtext, you know, Mm -hmm. you kind of missed some of the, the reading between the lines thing. Yeah. I don't feel like she was super intent on finding Ezra. Okay. I think she was like, if I find him, that's great. But the main thing is like, if Thrawn is still alive, we have a problem, right. especially if he's trying to come back. Okay. Nice. My next question. I, okay. So do you have a, just a favorite quote or a favorite like saying that maybe it's like going to be a famous like meme or line that like from um, the series. <laughs> like, you know, obviously I like mean, the th- famous Star there's Wars. There's a lot of like, one-liners. Like, may the force be with you or yeah. like, I, Luke, I am your father. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, no, not for probably me. Probably not for anyway, Ahsoka, yeah. the, only, <laughs> the only line in the show that gets gets there for me where I'm like, this is going to be a thing that I do. I don't, uh, maybe I'll quote other parts. I haven't rewatched any of the episodes, so that's the thing that'll happen. And maybe rewatching the episodes, I'll be like, "Oh yeah, I forgot that I said that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna use that." This is in in conversation, but honestly, like, it's gonna be such an inside thing for only people who've watched this show. Yeah. But <laughs> it's basically, it's from um, episode uh, seven, and it's right after C3PO comes in, right? Mm, okay. And the guy whose name I forget, the the honestly is he's the bad guy. Like okay. he's a bad guy that's working. That's like he's. I really think that he's a bad guy, working with Thrawn, mm-hmm. but posing as a um, New Republic senator. We'll get into that can of beans later mm-hmm. if that comes to fruition. But I just feel like he was working against them the whole time, and it was intentional. But maybe it wasn't. But anyway. So he's he says basically like we can't accept evidence provided by a mere droid, right? Mm. 
and 3PO, first of all, I was like, what? Oh, Metroid. <laughs> but <laughs> Chopper in the background goes, wark, wark. <laughs> Oh and the God. thing with Chopper in the show, in, in Rebels, because Rebels was an animated series, of yeah. course. So you can get away with a lot more goofy things than you can in like live a action. live action. Yeah. Well, you, you could have, but now that mm-hmm. we literally brought a animated show to live action, you can kind of get away with it. But all of all of Chopper's like mm-hmm. all of his all the sounds he makes, like you can like in your head, you can pair words to him. Right, yeah. you kind of know what he's saying. Yeah. Like you get a vibe, you kind of understand Chopper, right. even though he's not speaking English, That's right? Hilarious. But in that moment, he goes quark quark quark. So it's like, what if, the? if you're not, yeah, that's WTF. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. Nice. And so it's so funny. That is hilarious. It, it cracked me up when it happened, and I feel like that has become a meme instantly. Like I was just on Instagram earlier today, scrolling through things, and it was like. Um, a photo of the senator and he's like we can't accept evidence provided beyond by a mere droid and then the next one is chopper like no no he's he's like sitting in a chair and he's like and i took that personally (laughs) (laughs) it's like that instantly became a meme and i really enjoyed that but chopper is such a funny character yeah but Nice. The re- the only reason he didn't make my favorite characters when you asked me about that earlier is because he's CGI. So, but he's a great character. But, mm-hmm. um, being an actor, which mm-hmm. you guys will hear about next week, um, being an actor, I gravitate towards the people. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, CG characters are awesome. They're yeah. doing so amazing it's cool just at bringing those characters you can't even tell chopper cg most Mm -hmm. of like yeah not even i'm just gonna say most of the time you can't tell he's cg the Mm -hmm. only reason you know he is is because like i don't think you could well i mean you could make a a puppet of that but you have to cg some of it to bring the life to it but yeah so good so good i'll tie these these two questions together did you like the ending of the series and out of five stars what do you give the series (laughs) Again, short answer, yes. Um, and five out of five. Okay, good. <laughs> Ten out of five was so good. Nice. I loved okay, it, yay. but I'm also cool. a Star Wars fanboy. They could probably put out just about anything, and I would probably like it. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's limits, but um, I didn't really like the Vision stuff. Sorry, I'll bounce back to that really quick. I didn't really like the Visions, the Star Wars Visions shorts that they put out, but that probably stems mostly from the fact that it was anime it's not canon stuff it's not like stuff that happens in star wars it's just a fun animation thing and from that i thought it was cool but i don't really like anime so it wasn't super great for me so maybe they can't put out anything and i'll like it but um i liked the way it ended i was disappointed a little bit because i was fully expecting all of the characters from rebels to get back together by the finale of this season However, we have plenty of room for season two. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. so much story to be told still. Um, so there will be a season two? Well, there has to be. Yeah. Okay. There's no mm-hmm. way they end it there. If they do, I'm going to cry. But um, Filoni is making like a, a full-length movie to wrap, all, wrap this, the Book of Boba Fett, and the Mandalorian up. And uh, there's probably other stuff that will be involved too. But Did it so, end in a cliffhanger? not really okay i think a lot of people were expecting a huge cliffhanger Mm. and it wasn't really a cliffhanger and the reason i say that is because like yes ahsoka and sabine are now stranded on uh, peridia um which is where thrawn and ezra had been for the last 30 years (laughs) Mm -hmm. i don't know how long it's been but it felt like it's like it seemed well because it comes after the end of the empire and I don't know, maybe, maybe, maybe 10 years, maybe five, 10 years, something like that. I'm not, I'm not super sure on the, uh, timeline there, but, mm-hmm. um, I lost my train of thought. Uh, okay. Yeah. But so they're stranded on Peridia now. Mm-hmm. And so it's less of a cliffhanger. I feel like than rebels ended on because at the end of rebels, you're like, Oh my God, is Ezra gone? Is forever? Is he dead? Right. Yeah. Is Thrawn gone forever? Is Thrawn dead? But at the end of this one, you know everyone's alive. Yeah, okay. And you also know that it's possible for them to get Sabine, or not, yeah, to get Sabine and Ahsoka back. 
because they got there in the first place mm. on purpose. Mm. Like when Ezra and Thrawn went on the Purgle, it was like an accident. They didn't know where they were going. Nobody knew where they were going. Yeah. But now they've done it. Okay. So now they can base. I mean, can they do it on purpose? Maybe. Right. Probably in my opinion. It's, it seems a lot more within reach than it did before. So it doesn't feel like a cliffhanger to me. Um, okay. But yeah, I did expect to get to see all four of them together again. Um, the four of them being Sabine, Ezra, Hera, and Chopper. And like I said before, I didn't expect to see Zeb. Yeah. But I was expecting all four of them to get back together. But it makes sense that Sabine and and um, Ahsoka are now stuck. Okay. I also think it kind of... If they end Ahsoka's story there, I'm like... That makes things a lot neater mm. because she has nothing to do with any of the movies that exist beyond. Right. She doesn't have anything to do with any of the movies, honestly, except yeah. for the Clone Wars movie. Okay. But she doesn't exist in the sequ- in the original trilogy or the sequel trilogy. Like, you don't hear any mention of her, except, I guess, in episode nine, you hear Ahsoka's voice um, hmm. when Rey is like, I'm a Jedi now. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, well, that's the only part of that movie I don't like, where she just like hears a bunch of voices. <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, suddenly I'm a Jedi." <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> um, but you do hear Ahsoka's voice. Um, oh, interesting. But other than that, you don't ever see Ahsoka again. You never hear about yeah. her again in okay. those in those movies. Granted, that is the Skywalker saga, so maybe she exists somewhere else, and mm-hmm. it's just. Mm-hmm. But you'd feel like she's pretty important, right. <laughs> but nice i'm like this is a nice way to get rid of her without killing her because that's what they had to do in rogue one because none of those characters existed in episode four so they're like we have to get rid of all these people so they literally killed them all and i'm like if this is how ahsoka's story ends it's neat and tidy Mm -hmm. and we don't have to say oh ahsoka got murdered yeah well we'll see we'll see if there's a season two yeah cool oh i will also add that i really was intrigued by the end um when balin is standing on the statues on Peridia, <clears throat> which you haven't seen this yet, so you didn't, you don't even know. But it's probably the one. Th- no, you you might have understood it a little bit, but you probably wouldn't have fully understood what he was standing on mm. without watching the Clone Wars. Oh, um, okay. Because in the Clone Wars, um, Anakin, Obi Wan, and Ahsoka get stranded on this um, planet that I can't remember the name of. Um. Let me see if I can find it really quick. He's stranded on a planet. They're, I guess they're called... Oh, the Mortis Gods. That's it. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Mortis Gods are like the embodiment of the Force. Um, the daughter represents the light side. The son represents the dark side. And the father represents balance. Um, in the Clone Wars episode... Um, I'm so fuzzy on the details, but all three of them die, mm. which breaks the force a little bit because they're what holds oh, okay. the balance together more yeah. or less. And it, it, it doesn't break the force because the force still works yeah. the same way. But I don't fully know what the impact was of it, to be honest. I need to rewatch all that and kind of feel it out again. But so at the end of episode eight, one of the last scenes is Balin standing on top of the hand of a statue of an old man who is the father. Mm-hmm. And as the camera pulls out, the statue of the son is right next to him on his left, so the right of the camera view, mm-hmm. and the daughter would be on his left. Mm. I'm backwards. The son was on his... Well, no, I said that right the first time. The daughter would be on his right, but the left for the camera view. I said that right the first oh, time. Okay. But... The daughter's head is missing. Mm. And because the daughter represents the light side, it's kind of like, Uh, I'm like, well, that's kind of foreshadowing things. But Balin Skull's whole thing is that he wants to go back to the beginning, which he believes is on Peridia. Hmm. Um, And basically, I don't know what he's trying to do, but he's basically trying to stop the balance, the back and forth between the light side and the dark side and literally just balance everything, I think Hmm. so. I thought that was cool. That was a neat yeah. touch that a lot of people wouldn't understand or really, uh, yeah. really get. Okay. Um, but yeah. Nice. Those are yeah, all my questions. Excellent. 
I yeah. know how long we've been running. Um, according to the audio recording, we've been going for 45 minutes, and I talked for probably about 10 minutes before we really got into it. Maybe not 10 minutes. Probably, well, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how okay. long, but we'll just assume about 40 minutes right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see if there's anything I want to add really quick. Yeah. I'll kind of give my closing remarks, I guess. Yeah. Any last things? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so in my in my podcast with Rick last week, Um, I talked about one of my hobbies, which is cubing. And for those of you watching on YouTube, um, I brought out a thing called a mega minx, um, that I described as a dodectahedron. If you're listening on, uh, on, on Spotify, Apple podcasts, um, I will post pictures of what I'm about to say on my Instagram and maybe I'll do a short tiktok of it because we're on tiktok now unfortunately Unfortunately. (laughs) um i'll post a short video um about what i'm talking about right now or you could just head on over to the youtube channel and see it but um so the rubik's cube is a dodectahedron and it is a twisty puzzle and i'm probably one of only a few people uh I'm, i'm i'm sure every other cuber who watches this who watched ahsoka also caught it but um, the star map hmm. that they find uh, or that Ahsoka finds in the beginning, like the very first episode is like one of the first things that happens in the episode. She finds the star map. Is it in the shape of a dodecahedron? No, it's actually oh. in the shape of a sphere. Oh, okay. But if you look at the way that like you look at the lines cut into it, it is a mega minx that has been turned into a ball. Hmm. And then, so first of all, I was watching and I was like, oh my that's a that's a mega minx ball mm. which is a thing that exists i don't own one so it's kind of hard to show but mm. i was like that's a mega minx ball like, oh, whoa yeah. I, I think you told me about and that. then later when sabine is like trying to figure out how to read the star map she starts turning it and i'm like uh-huh. it is literally like a... a mega minx ball oh wow and i was blown away by that i thought that was so cool um i don't oh, know who cool. the casting or not the casting the prop master was for the show but that's that's cool that was a brilliant thing to bring into it because like yeah if you don't know what it is and you just saw one for the first time it would look futuristic and kind of mystical which is exactly how i describe that star map futuristic and mystical so that was cool nice um let's see i'm just kind of i'm kind of like picking out some highlights from from each episode that i i enjoyed a lot but um Episode two was probably the least action-packed, if I remember right. Again, I haven't rewatched, so I don't know for sure. But um, probably the two things that stood out the most for me was Chopper, like being in live action. That was such a cool thing to see happen because he's such a funny character in in, in Rebels. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the shipyard that Hera and Ahsoka go to um, brought me back to when I was playing um, Jedi Fallen Order. Because that starts off in a shipyard. It's not the same yeah. shipyard. Maybe it is the same shipyard, I guess. But it's That's cool. different. It connects the video game to the sh- Yeah, shows. it really reminded me of that. And I was, that, I was fond of it. That's cool. <clears throat> um, in episode three, um, Ahsoka, when they get to the, the mega hyperdrive ring, first of all, that was amazing. It was like Death Star reveal level amazing. Um, or not amazing, but like kind of wow that's a ginormous piece of machinery um so it kind of made my jaw drop a bit um but then ahsoka's spacesuit because that's a callback to the clone wars where she has a custom tailored spacesuit and everyone's like oh of course they have custom tailored (laughs) space she was a jedi man it's like it's like the army well not really the army it's like the (laughs) the police they have uniforms built for them and when you are dealing with space like it's literally called Star Wars. You're having wars in space mm-hmm. in the stars. You gotta have a spacesuit. So of course, yes, she has one. Exactly. But I loved it. It was a cool callback. Um, episode four. Um, aside from uh, Anakin appearing at the very end. Um, did I get that right? Yeah, I got that. I must. Have, yeah. Okay. I thought I had my things out of order here for a second, but, um, and I really thought it was cool that Ahsoka was like changing her grips on her lightsabers to like, she was like observing, like watching Balin and how he was 
preparing to fight her and then he she would adjust her fighting style to match mm-hmm. his and then he would change his because like you pick a fighting style that is going to overpower your opponent's yeah. fighting style and they literally just kept going, going back and forth yeah. for a little bit like okay like well if you're going to use this one? form i'm going to use this form and if you're going to use that <laughs> form then i need to use this form and it was so cool to watch because like you don't we don't get a lot of like the explanation of the different forms in um in star wars Basically, all the forms that exist right now are kind of non-canon. I mean, they're canon, but only if you read a lot of books. Mm. Um, and I don't. Mm. Um, so that was cool to see that in live action finally. And hopefully we get some more stuff later on where they really go into it. But yeah, it's okay if they don't. Episode five for my highlights. I literally just wrote everything because <laughs> I loved episode five so much. Nice. Um but yeah, the uh, the Clone Wars flashback was awesome. Um, I liked seeing Rex in um, the two different phase clone uniforms, where they have like the they have like the thin visor that comes down and, and to a point a little bit, and then they have like the phase three, which is like more of the stormtrooper look. Um, but you get to see Rex both times, and it was so cool. I love Rex. Um, <laughs> Rex is definitely in Episode Six, by the way, guys. Okay. Um, cool. Not episode six of Ahsoka, episode six, Star Wars episode six. Oh, okay. um, but oh. that's a fan theory that exists that and no one's much. confirming it, but no one's denying it either. <laughs> so we're going to run with it. It was not intentional because episode six was made long before George yeah. had any of this in his mind. Right. Hmm. Um. Sorry, just making sure everything's still rolling. <laughs> um. Oh, the Maldalorians, like, because Darth Maul had at one point taken over, I think, House Vizsla. Uh-huh. Um, on Mandalore and they, he basically, I don't know if he made them or if they did it, but they made Darth Maul inspired Mandalorian armor. And in the Clone Wars show, it was cool to see, but in live action, you're like, whoa, sick. (laughs) It was bad ass for a lack of a better term. Um, seeing the world between worlds in live action was really cool too. Not super expected, not a huge surprise in my opinion, but Mm -hmm. then of course, Anakin, oh my God. Hayden Christensen, the de-aging on Hayden, Hayden Christensen, like you're watching it and you like forget that Hayden Christensen is like kind of old. Looking. Yeah. <laughs> it was Technology. so good. So cool. Um, episode six highlights were definitely um, Thrawn's reveal um, when he pops out for the first time. You're like, oh my gosh, Thrawn. Yes, um, oh my God. And the Chimera, <laughs> his ship. Um, I also really liked... Um, I forget the name of the Japanese art style, but there's a Japanese art style where you like repair broken objects, um, mm-hmm. with gold. Hmm. Um, I don't know what that's called. If I can spell right. Uh, pottery with gold. Um, Kintsugi? Maybe. Um, I'm reading this online. Okay, I think it's Kintsugi or something similar. If I'm pronouncing it wrong, mm-hmm. I sincerely apologize. Um, but yeah, so they, they mend broken objects with gold, um, with paste with gold in it. And so you can see the imperfections. You can see the cracks. Yeah. And I like that they included that in the, in the um, what I'm calling, what we're calling the, um, the night uh, troopers uh, costume design. Yeah, that I was you cool. noticing all those like little details and talking about it. Well, I, like, I noticed a lot. Little, yeah, because you know <laughs> you're it's a filmmaker and it's... an actor, and so you're thinking about everything, not just fair. the story. You know, you're thinking about the props. You're thinking about. I love the props. The, prop, des- like, prop design is so cool. And designs and if film. I couldn't be an editor, and I had to choose another thing, it would be a prop master, yeah, prop nice. designer for for theater or whatever. I'm just have I love props. Mm-hmm. They're cool. It's cool to it's find awesome. things that you don't expect um, and make something different out of them. Um, but yeah, the Chimera was kind of also repaired the same way with a bunch of gold to mm-hmm. patch up the ginormous holes. A Star Destroyer is not small. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. that was cool. Um, I liked the introduction of the Naughty. Um, the, their little shelled people. Mm-hmm. Um Kind of reminded me, uh, reminded everyone, honestly, of of the Ewoks reveal in um, in um, um, which episode? Return of the Jedi. Yeah. I don't know why that took so long to pull out of my brain, but 
Um, so it was cool. And then, of course, Ezra's reveal at the end. He's just so casually leaning against that wall. Yeah, and Sabine that just like walks up and he's like, took you long enough? And I'm mm-hmm. like, that is the most Ezra thing you could mm-hmm. say. That's so good. And he just, he has a very similar facial structure to Ezra yeah. from the show, uh, from uh, Rebels. Yeah. Which I was like, that's amazing. Like how I much know. he looks like him. And then he was also able to portray his mannerisms and yeah. um, personality. Yeah. It was super good. Um, mm-hmm. Great job. I wish I could pronounce your name better, sir. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, for episode seven, um, I kind of already talked about, I actually already talked about my first two highlights or my f- yeah, my first highlight, I guess, that I have written on here. And that was um, Mia Droid and then Chopper Boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, of course, mentioning Leia. Um, a bunch of people were like, oh, my gosh, we're going to get Leia in this show, too. And I was like, not a chance. Not a chance, guys. Like, they're doing enough de-aging as it is with Hayden. They don't need to. They don't. And they did it already in um, the other, yeah. in um, Rogue One yeah, Rogue where they de-aged Leia. And I'm like, I I think, first of all, if we were going to get Leia, we would have gotten Leia in person and not C-3PO delivering mm-hmm. Leia's message. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so as soon as I saw 3PO, up, no. Okay. And I didn't expect her to. Um, I wouldn't expect her yeah. to. Because yeah. the, you're, beating a, you're beating a dead horse with a yeah. stick at that point. And I'm like, we don't need to see her again. <laughs> like, we, we get it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, would it be cool to see her? I wouldn't complain about it, but I don't think it's necessary. Especially since C-3PO is a never dying being. Mm-hmm. We don't need, we right. don't need, we, she can just send 3PO everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, Anakin's training holograms were awesome. Um, and that called back to Rebels as well, where, where um, Ahsoka is watching some old videos of Anakin talk, talking her through training. And that I find so amazing. And that's why she's such a good fighter with lightsabers why she can duel with lightsabers so well is because she has been watching these hollows of anakin for decades yeah um so i thought that was a nice callback it was a it was elegant i think and of course you got to see anakin again so i was like oh mm-hmm. more of me. Mm-hmm. um this was a thing that i didn't like but it's a thing that stuck out super super um not like, like bad, a, but like it stuck out thumb. for me. Yeah, it stuck out like a sore thumb to me. It's like one of the things that when I think about the episode, it's one of the things that is forefront, I guess. Mm-hmm. And that is when Ahsoka arrives with um Wow, I'm drawing a blank on his name now too. I need to go to bed. <laughs> it's definitely getting late. Um Dang it. Um, I'm going to remember it as soon as I pull this up. Hu Yang, of course, of mm-hmm. course. So when Ahsoka and Hu Yang arrive um, on the planet that I've been saying all night, and now I can't remember <laughs> it either. <laughs> uh, we're going to wrap this up short, guys. Don't worry about it. I'm, I'm almost <laughs> done. I'm going to go take a nap or go to bed, I guess. It's, it's nighttime. Um, but when they jump out of hyperspace with the Purgle and Thrawn has had them put mines basically right in their path and you start seeing all those purgle get hurt by all these bombs and stuff like that was probably the only moment in the show where i'm like i feel physically no. i yeah. feel physical pain yeah. watching these oh. purgles get hurt oh, i'm yeah. like oh, these like space so whales are so cute they, they didn't do cute. anything to you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how evil yeah, you, yeah, oh me. so it it hurt so bad but I'm glad they they got away. They're just like, nope, I'm out of here. (laughs) I think a couple, I don't know. I don't remember now because I think I was like kind of like trying to block it out of my mind. But I think a couple of them got got demonetized. Rude. Hold on, guys. (laughs) I got to start rolling into the camera again for just a couple of minutes. Okay, sorry. I'm bad at this. I need a camera that doesn't stop recording after 30 minutes because it's getting super annoying. Um, but anyway, so as I was saying, um, I think a couple of my, like I said, I got to go back and rewatch. I think a couple of the purple got demonetized or, or muertoed, as I like to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but most of them, I think, got away with some minor cuts and bruises, but they're space whales. So they probably <laughs> have magical ways of healing themselves. So, yeah. um, so yeah, um, that was my highlights for seasons or for episode six, there was or episode seven. There was so many more things that happened, but I had to just pick a couple. So, mm-hmm. Um, episode eight is probably where I went the most overboard picking highlights. Um, not overboard, most but I just like, one that you saw yeah, I just saw it last night. So mm-hmm. it's pretty fresh in my mind. 
Um, first of all, it was like the first thing that I was like, whoa, was when um, Morgan Elsbeth is like assimilated into the Night Sisterhood. Mm. Like she was like capable of using the Night Sister magic, and I guess I don't, I don't know. I'm, I kind of I think she was a descendant of the Night Sister, oh, okay. but she was never brought up as one, I guess. Um, so her like becoming an official night sister was kind of epic, honestly. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be honest. I didn't love the night sister sword that they gave her, which you'll see later. They gave her this sword that burns with green fire because the night sisters use green magic. When you see green smoke or green mist coming out of people in in star wars it's night sister magic mm, that has okay. brought that thing or person to life no, oh, okay and my my problem with it it's okay like it's it is what it is like i'm not pissed about it but i don't love it because like i'm just kind of getting tired of oh and there's another thing that can fight against the lightsaber oh and there's another thing that can fight against the lightsaber like it's like, like you're invincible almost right it's like of course there's more things mm. that can just magically literally magically appear for that can, plot convenience I yeah guess. <laughs> and it's fine like mm-hmm. i think in the original trilogy it was kind of assumed that nothing could stop a lightsaber like a lightsaber was the end-all be-all right. to weapons and you get into the prequel trilogy and you're like okay well these like electrified staffs kind of make sense to be able to fight against them like they're also emitting Mm -hmm. plasma just differently than a lightsaber so that's okay and then you get into like beskar which that one is fine with me too i don't mind the beskar being able to fight against um lightsabers and maybe the night sister sword is made out of beskar but I'm like, can we just stop making <laughs> things that can fight against lightsabers? Like, this yeah. used to be such an invincible, powerful weapon, and now it's, like, yeah. just a sword that glows. Yeah. And it kind of make, takes the epicness down a notch. Like I said, I'm not angry about it. I don't hate it. I'm not mad that they did it. But I'm like, if we get another show and there's another thing that can fight against the lightsaber, I'm going to lose it. Understandable. <laughs> I'm, like, at my breaking point. Um, but anyway, I'll move on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, another thing that stood out was like when Thrawn has sent the Tide fighters to go kill, he, he sends them to go kill Sabine, Ahsoka and Ezra and watching them drop behind him was so epic. <laughs> I like, I love watching Tide fighters <laughs> drop from ships, but behind Thrawn, like he yes. just carries himself in such a way where he's like, yeah, I'm a badass and I know I am. And watch these Tide fighters drop behind me and I was like, whoa, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Um, another highlight was Ezra building himself a new lightsaber. Okay, but I also have to back up and say it was awesome to actually watch in live action a Jedi build their lightsaber. Has that not, not never happened? Before? Not in live action. There was um a sequence filmed for um Return of the Jedi of Luke building his lightsaber, but it ultimately got cut. Oh, okay. So like the footage exists, you can see it, but mm-hmm. it's. That moment is technically not canon. But Ezra's is fully canon. Hmm. So it was really cool to watch a Jedi build his lightsaber. And it honestly sent me back to Savi's workshop. And I'm like, yeah, you don't do the same thing. But like Mm -hmm. there's physical like because like I guess in Clone Wars, you see like the younglings building their lightsabers using the force. But watching Ezra assemble his lightsaber by hand was like, okay, so when I'm in Galaxy's Edge and I'm at Savi's workshop building a lightsaber, it's like legit. It's not like, oh, well, you don't have the force to do this. Like some Jedis also use their (laughs) hands. It's okay. Nice. Actually, I think, I take that back. I think Luke's sequence was not using the force. I think he built it by hand too, like Ezra. I don't remember. It's not, it's hard to find it and it doesn't really exist, but it kind of does. So it's one of those things. Yeah. However, it was cool to watch him build the lightsaber, but I was also like, bruh, <laughs> because in the episode before, in episode seven, he's literally like, I don't need a lightsaber anymore. The force is my ally. It. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, I literally don't need the force. I don't need the lightsaber anymore. I just have the force. That's all I need. <laughs> just and kidding. then literally, because like, yes, it was a week span for us, but it was hours, if not minutes <laughs> in, in universe. And I'm like, you literally just said you don't need a lightsaber. And here you are like hours later building a new lightsaber. <laughs> But I'm glad he did. 
because it was really cool to watch Sabine, Ahsoka, and Ezra all fight with lightsabers. Oh, that's a, that's the last thing I'll, I'll mention here, but I'll move on some more. Um, um, the freaking zombie troopers were epic. I that was another character I guess that appeared that I wasn't expecting. I did not wa- expect to literally watch mm-hmm. them kill stormtroopers, and then those that's same stormtroopers literally stand up and start chasing them again. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, ah! <laughs> that was gnarly. Um, and then uh, the Sabine and Ezra force jump. They're she's like they're like standing on that podium, like a tall tower, where the Chimera is sitting, which you've seen because it's Chimera. Chimera's been there since the first episode we saw Thrawn and the Chimera. Um, but it starts leaving, and there's a huge like getting further away, and it's so hard to reach. And so Ezra starts running, and he jumps, uses a force jump to jump high, and then oh, <sighs> what? I guess I needed to talk about another thing before I got here. But so like all up, all up to this point, like Sabine has had several like force fake outs where like, she's like, Oh, I'm so close to using the force, but then nothing happens. It's kind of like, Ooh, (laughs) (laughs) several times. Right. Mm -hmm. And then at the last moment and, um, a little bit before this, she's like pinned against the wall. Um, and she uses the force. And find like she finally get, uses the yeah. force. She gets she grabs her because she gets her lightsaber knocked knocked on the ground. She's pinned against the wall and she uses the force yeah. and gets her lightsaber. Nice. And at that moment, I was like, "Oh my god, she did mm-hmm. it! She used the force. Mm-hmm. Let's go, Sabine!" Nice. Um, and so then, yeah. So then, this, um, um, Ezra does his run. He jumps, and and then she pushes him to get onto the Chimera because the Chimera is getting ready to go back to the normal galaxy, and they want to be on that ship, and then the plan is for Ezra to go up there and then Sabine to run in force jump and then Ezra to pull her up. And you're led to believe that that's exactly what happens until about two minutes later when Ahsoka gets her Shoto saber cut in half, the little one, this guy, it gets cut in half and I'm like, no, her do saber. She only has one now. But then she uses her, but, and then she almost gets killed. Like she gets not killed. She doesn't almost get killed, but she like starts getting put in an awkward position by Morgan Elsbeth where she's like, Oh my gosh, Ahsoka might get hurt here. And then Sabine, boom, right behind her. And she didn't actually jump on onto uh, the ship. She decided to bail at the last minute and go uh, help Ahsoka instead of join Ezra. Hmm. Um, which also shows growth in her because she, she went on this mission very selfishly to get a, to try to find Ezra. And then she's like, okay, well, that's not where I need to be right now. I, hmm. I have other things. I need to save my master because she's her master now. Um, but anyway, but that was that whole thing to say that the force jump and then push was a, a huge callback to rebels when, cause like uh, Ezra and Kane and Jarrus use that move a lot where, where like Ezra will run and jump force jump and then Kanan will push him the rest of the way. They use it so much. Uh, um, but it was a nice callback to that. So nice. Yeah. Awesome. I think, <laughs> no, I, I think that's I, all my highlights. Okay. I probably have so. plenty more that I could go into. Um, maybe if I spent more time, if I watch it again, I'll pick up more things and, but I'm going to call it there for now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, awesome. that's Ahsoka. Those are my thoughts on Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. Um, and for everyone listening, this is how I plan to do basically every Star Wars series from here on out. Um, I'm going to wait till the full series is out or the full season of the series is out. So um, I think the next one we're expecting is Skeleton Crew. So I'll do the same thing. I'm going to watch all of Skeleton Crew. And then when it's over, I'll assemble all of my thoughts and have Adriana ask me questions. Or maybe not Adriana if she's busy or whatever, 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 whatever. <laughs> but basically same yeah. format where I'll wait and I'll share my full thoughts on the whole show. Cool. Um, I probably need to put somewhere that there's spoilers in this because there yeah. has definitely been spoilers i meant to mention that way early on but i didn't Whoops. so it's okay maybe i'll cut in a little bit of audio at the beginning <laughs> and and Just add it spoiler um but yeah so um i think that sorted out all of that so now we'll move on to the housekeeping stuff um and that is basically simply this that um our podcast is available on spotify apple music i keep saying apple music apple podcasts mm-hmm. And YouTube, um, so you can watch uh, a, a, a video version of the podcast over on YouTube. Listen to listen to both 
podcasts on uh, listen to it on spotify and apple podcasts and then Send watch this the to YouTube your video. friends and the pod to your friends yes 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 <laughs> to your co-workers co-workers your grandpa <laughs> <laughs> start airdropping it to people and just just mm. anyone who's got their airdrop on just drop it right now <laughs> Um, but yeah, so, and like I said earlier, we do have a TikTok page now. Um, Adriana is graciously, um, running it for me. Um, cause I don't really understand how to use TikTok. I don't really care about TikTok all that much. Um, as a user, I guess, but I can see that there's a huge benefit in viewers. A lot of people use TikTok, so it's a really convenient place for you guys to go check out, um, little clips from the podcast and, um, visuals like I'm going to show or do it. We'll do a, uh, a TikTok <laughs> um, after this show to kind of show off that, um, that dodecahedron, um, mega minx that I was talking about earlier so that you guys can just quickly go over and watch a real short video explaining it. Um, mm. that way you don't have to go all the way over to the YouTube channel. Which I actually didn't even show it on the YouTube channel. So yeah. if you're watching on YouTube, head over to the TikTok page. That's where it's going to be. <laughs> um, there you go. Yes, yes, excellent. And um, on on TikTok, it is at the Noah Parker. No, it's not. It is at Noah Parker's World of Wonder. Um, just like the podcast, um, follow it, share it with your friends, and um, start liking some of the videos we've got up there. We need this to blow up. Let's go, guys. Um, <laughs> and then, of course, um, the podcast is on Instagram. I'll post probably the same video on, on Instagram as well. Um, and that is at the Noah, Park, the Noah Parker channel. Sorry, I got to back up. It is not. <laughs> this is why I need to write this stuff down. It is at Noah Parker underscore channel on Instagram. Um, or you can follow the pod directly, which is um, no, at Noah Parker's World of Wonder. <laughs> Um, and that's Instagram where I'm going to have stuff posted. <laughs> it's time guys. I got to go to bed. Um, I've been up a, a very long time today and we probably should have recorded this yesterday because it's almost 1030 at night <laughs> and I've been up since like 630. So it's okay. I'm going to go to bed and, uh, yeah, until next time guys, let the wonder take hold. <laughs>